what a wonderful episode we had this morning. Today, I had the privilege of interviewing Tracy Lam from Caregiving Worldwide Network. And it was such a joy to me because Tracy is doing phenomenal things in the world in bringing resources together for family caregivers of every different kind, including a new platform called Safe and Sound. So I'd love you to check it out. Uh, Part of my job as your host is to bring you reliable resources related to how to help anybody uh, take care of a person living with dementia. And so I invite you to listen to today's program. Hey there, success seeker. Welcome to Dementia Caregiving for Families. Do you feel overwhelmed with the daily struggle of dementia caregiving? Looking for an easier path? You're in the right place. On this podcast, we teach you the skills to simplify caregiving. We unravel the mystery of dementia and guide you through the often difficult behaviors. I'm Lizette, your host and fellow family caregiver. As an occupational therapist, I bring my professional and personal experience to this community. Here we speak the truth, but without the verbal vomit. I know you will find value in today's program, so buckle up while this flight takes off. Well, welcome to today's episode of Dementia Caregiving for Families, and I am very excited today to invite a very special guest. Her name is Tracy Lamb, and I'm going to have Tracy give a quick little introduction about her, and then we're going to start to talk about the wonderful things that she is doing to help family caregivers worldwide. Thank you so much, Lizette. I am thrilled to be here today. Uh, I, um, my background is in legal, and then I actually worked for hospice for about 14 years, and I was in patient access, so I talked to a lot of patients every day, and that was really what catapulted me into starting my own business um, back in 2019 and doing everything that I've done. So it has been a care, it has been a caregiving journey for me from really from start to finish. For sure. So tell us a little bit more about the company that you started in 2019. I actually didn't realize it started that long ago. Um, I, you know, you and I met recently, so I wasn't yeah. in the in the back end of the whole story. Yeah. But tell us about the company that you started. Sure. So I originally started a company back in 2019, right before COVID started, and I was really just going to do um, webinars for caregivers mm-hmm. uh, because. I was just concerned about the lack of education for caregivers Mm -hmm. um, and lack of resources and products and services that they know about. So I started with webinars. That was going okay. By 2021, I'd won a couple of international awards, was doing pretty good. And then that's when both my parents got sick. And so then that was when I went into full caregiver mode myself for the next 11 months, put my whole company on hold for 11 months. And uh, then I went all in in my business in May of 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad died in February of 22, and I still take care of my mom. And so I went all in in uh, May of 22 and fast forward to where we are today. So it's kind of been a stop and go, stop and go, stop and go. But there was, you know, a lot of caregiving in the middle of all of that. And even to today, because mom lives with me. So I am a full-time caregiver for her. Yeah. 
And what made you identify that caregivers needed so much help? Well, you know, it was crazy when I was at hospice, you know, people would call me on a day-to-day basis and they would say, well, if hospice can't help me, who am I supposed to call? And I never had a really good solid answer for them for that. And it really bothered me. And then the other thing was, was that there was so much of a lack of education. You know, I thought just like everybody else did, you know, hospice, you only called, you know, like three days before somebody died. Right. And my dad actually was under hospice care for two years. And I never understood hospice could do a whole lot of good for you. You could actually be under hospice hospice for a very extended period of time. It could actually do a lot of things that could help you. I didn't understand that either. And so I knew there was a huge lack of education for that. People didn't understand what advanced directives were, palliative care. I mean, there's just a list of things that nobody really understood. And so when I got divorced in 2019, I was just like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and start a company and try and help with this lack of education. Well, lack of products and services under one place and that kind of thing. So that was originally the thought process. What is the name of the company that you started? The name, the original name of the company was Smart Caregiving. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got the TV show uh, in January of this year, um, my TV show, my first TV show that I launched was called Caregiving Worldwide. And mm-hmm. it launched in January of this year. And Next year. I, that, yeah. Oh, yes. Last year, we're in 2024 now. It launched in January of 23. And um, so, yeah, when and once that happened, every, people were kind of getting confused because they got to know me more about the TV show of Caregiving Worldwide. And they'd be like, OK, well, so what is smart caregiving? So it made sense just to kind of pull everything under an umbrella. Mm-hmm. So everything is now under the umbrella of Caregiving Worldwide Network. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where everything lives. So it just made sense to kind of pull it all under that. So in the Caregiving Worldwide Network television um, show, explain to me what that kind for people to understand what it is that they can get when they go watch that yeah. and then where they can actually find that information. Because Part of what I want to do for people who are the family caregivers of people living with dementia, you and I share a very common uh, view related to that is providing people with the access and the support services they need, because quite frankly, and you and I have spoken about this, you know, in other spaces, uh, the healthcare system has failed us as family caregivers. It, It has thrown barriers up left, right, and center. For example, I'll use this as an example. My mom takes a scheduled medicine that you can only get every 30 days on day one. So 30 days done, pills are done. You can get it the next day. You want to know when my mom's pills were due? No. New Year's Day. Oh, my word. And guess what? They were closed. They were closed and I could not get my mom's medication. Uh, and we're recording today is the third on New Year's Day when I went to go pick up her medicine because it's a scheduled drug and they've told me you can't get it. You can't get it. You can't get it. I couldn't get her medicine. And so my mom was without her medication overnight because I couldn't access the pharmacy. And, you know, that's just a, a, a simple example. I have mm-hmm. hundreds of examples of how the healthcare system puts up barriers for people yes. related to taking care of 
So you and I share a common um, view related to the fact that the healthcare system is failing these family caregivers. So tell people where they can watch and what kind of programs they'll see on the Caregiving Worldwide Network, what that looks like. Absolutely. Well, you know, I really wanted to shine a light on companies like yours, you know, companies that are offering products and services and resources to people that are going through something. You know, the reality is I say this all the time because it's so true. You can't Google what you don't don't know exists. And (laughs) that's true. (laughs) It really is. And, you know, if you don't know that there's somebody out there like you who specifically works with dementia families and has gone through this and understands the ins, the outs, the ups, the downs, the burnout, all of it. If you don't know that, how are you going to find that? You're not. That's the bottom line. You're not. So my whole goal has been to shine a light on companies such as yours that really can help people. Because when you're in the caregiving space, and I know because I'm not only in it currently, but I have been in the past Mm -hmm. as well, you don't have the time, the effort, or the energy to sit there and look for all this stuff and read blogs and articles. I mean, who has time for that? Nobody does. It's just overwhelming. It is. It's overwhelming. And so I just decided enough. And I got very blessed that I got with a TV company we are on the their streaming platform so that we are on their streaming channel. So the channel is our, at RHS TV. That stands for Red House Streaming Television. Uh, there are multiple ways you can access it. You can download the free app. There's an RHS TV app. You can add the RHS TV channel on Roku, Hulu, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Google TV. Uh, or you can actually just go to RHSTV.com. So any of those ways, you can go and you can get it. So even if you don't have any of those channels, you can download the free app or you can go to the website and you can see all of the content that is there. And you will see all different kinds of companies like yours that Mm -hmm. are there and an individual has come on and is talking about their company and they're talking about either a product or a service that they actually offer to anyone taking care of a loved one at home. And that can be uh, like a special needs child. We had Pamela Mm -hmm. Fur on the show. She had an autistic child. She started a special school for neurodivergent children. And it's down in South Florida. And now people literally from all over the world are flying in to take their children to her school. So you're a caregiver still, even if you're taking care of a special needs child. Absolutely. It does not matter. So the reality is, is that there, all of these things are needs that people have. So I wanted to get something out there for NTV that would be able to have people watch it and they would go, wow, I never knew that existed. This is really cool. Just mm-hmm. like with you, you know, and, and you have a show on there. You were able to come on the show. And so if people want to be able to learn more about Think Different Dementia, then they can watch the show that you're on and they can see they can see all that you do. It, you know, and it was such a blessing that that program was such a blessing to me. Number one, to be a part of the just the learning experience for me in being on a TV program. I mean, that was super cool. But number two, also, you know, that that opened up the door for other opportunities for the new show that you launched last year. Yes, yes. that And 
And that's even more exciting. I'm super excited about that just simply because I really believe that that's going to be really the gateway to to people to really have a robust one-stop shop. Um, that's safe and sound. And again, the, the initial three episodes are again on that same platform with RHS TV, but they can also go to the website. Um, and the website is mm-hmm. safeandsound.media and they can see even more companies offering you know, various different resources, products, services on the website. And our goal by this year, by the end of this year, I will tell you our goal by the end of this year is to have at least 150 to 200 companies just on the website. So we really are going to make it really, really robust. And my goal too is, is that by the end of the year or sooner, we're going to be able to have it AI driven on the back end so that somebody can go in and literally put dementia. So dementia is what my mom has. And I need all the products and services that can help me with my mom and her dementia. And that's the goal. So I'm super excited about that. I think that's going to be a really, really, really phenomenal resource for a lot. Oh, of I agree. Um, and one of the things that you and I spoke about, you know, with my with my company and the business that I'm starting with the community, the great yeah. thing about that is I can put that resource inside the paid community for people to be able to have, you know, so it's like all, I guess what I'm seeing happening, which is very exciting in just the larger caregiving space, there are more and more people talking about the fact that healthcare is failing and we have to come up with solutions for ourselves in making it easier for, for people to navigate this, this any type of caregiving journey, because you're correct. You know, uh, a mom who's just had a baby, we think about her as a mom, but she's a caregiver. Yep. She doesn't think about herself as a caregiver. You know, a mom of an autistic child, yep. a spouse whose husband just fell and broke his leg, they're yep. caregivers. We're, we're, yep. we're at different stages and, and places in our life related to caregiving, but we okay. don't identify that we are caregivers. And that's been one of the biggest um, challenges for me is because people do not self-identify that, is true. that they are a family caregiver. You know, if that you if you do grocery shopping or if you're setting up medication or if you're calling to check on a mom, yep. you're a caregiver. That is very true. And, you know, I think honestly, and I know a lot of people don't, I've heard before from more than one person, you know, they don't necessarily like the word caregiver. Um, you, I've heard caretaker before. Um, you know, there's a lot of different terms you can put on it. But the reality is at the end of the, the day, you care for a loved one or you care for your person, whoever that is, you know, and I whatever tell everybody. Whatever you want to use. Yeah, it's whatever word you want to use. But at the end of the day, and I tell everybody this too, because I so, so firmly believe it, you know, Rosalind Carter was right. You know, yes. the reality is it is eventually going to touch everyone. You're either going to be the person that needs the caregiving. You're going to have a spouse, a parent, a special needs child, or even a friend. Somebody is going to come to you and say, I need help and I need your help. And you're going to be like, And it literally, I know because I can say this, you know, I never, I tell people, I used to understand, I could talk the talk of caregiving because I worked for Oscar for many, many years. I had never had to walk the walk of caregiving Mm -hmm. until I had to take care of both of my parents. And it's very, 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 very different 
when you have to walk the walk in caregiving. And it literally can change on a dime. Right. It can change on a dime. I'll use our pastor's son as an example. And this is a ridiculous example, but it's a very good example based off of what you just said about depending on, you know, you're either going to need care or you're going to be providing care or you know that you're somebody helping somebody who's providing, you know, they're, they're, Rosalind Carter had those four descriptors and I should put it on my computer because it's a great description. But our pastor's son um, does our leaf blowing and our mowing our lawn. And Monday, he, he was supposed to come on Saturday and come do this. And Monday, he was kind of late. His name is Peter. I'm like, something's not right. So I text him. I'm like, hey, Peter, I hope, I, and I, I legitimately said, I hope you forgot and that everything's okay. And then five minutes later, I get a phone call from him. He's 17 years old. And guess what? He'd come off of his dirt bike and he'd broken his shoulder um, clavicle. Guess what? He's just turned into a care receiver, somebody who needs care, Care. right? And his parents, he's 17. They are his caregiver because he's not going to be able to do certain things for a period of time. And he's 17 years old. Well, you know, what's interesting is that you say that when I was 14, I fell and got a blow to the head. And no, when I was 13, I fell and got a blow to the head. And exactly a year later, I had my first seizure and I went to the hospital for three days. They told my parents Mm -hmm. I either had a brain tumor or I was an epileptic. Come to find out I was an epileptic. Mm -hmm. And so for the next three years, I had two to three seizures, grand mal seizures a day. Oh my goodness. And um, because every time they thought that they could get my medicine filled um, or correct, my hormones would change because I was 14, 15 years yep. old. You know, I was right in middle of high school. So my hormones were changing like every five seconds. My parents showed me from a very early age what caregiving was because they had to yep. care, care for me. And right. so did my brother and sister. My brother and sister were the same way because I mean, I had literally, I had seizures everywhere. I had them in the car, I had them in the pool, I had them. I had them everywhere, literally. Right. And and so from a very young age, I learned about caregiving. Right. And so I think that's one reason why I'm so passionate about it is because I just, I know you're going to need it. One day, somebody you love is going to need it and you're going to be overwhelmed and you're not going to have a clue what to do. And if I can make it even a little bit easier for just a few people then that makes me really, really happy. But it can be easier. And that's that's the thing that I want people to realize and understand, and which is why we're so passionate together, is because there is such a toxicity out in the world related to either receiving care, needing to receive care, getting, being a caregiver, particularly related to cognitive impairment. Yes. And I so desperately believe that we as society and we as the healthcare world have created this beast. Oh, no, I completely agree with you. You know, I, and I think we were, you and I have talked about this before, you know, I really believe there's so much negativity in the world. You know, I mean, honestly, I, I don't watch TV half the time because it's just it's negative and it's just, I, you know, 
I, whatever we happens, like, happens. We don't need to watch TV to I know mean, what's I going mean, on in the world. Just, <laughs> it's, it's just way too negative. And so one of the one of the things I'm again extremely passionate about about my entire network and all of the shows that will be that are I've already been on my network and that will be on for future years. The bottom line is everything is positive. We look at everything from a positive viewpoint because the reality is is that you can view things from a positive aspect. All mm-hmm. it takes, all you have to do is plan. A lot of it is planning. It's like you and I have talked about in the in right. the cognitive space. You know, you need to plan. You need to know what's going to happen. You need to kind of have an idea. Okay, these are some signs of some things I need to be on the lookout for. Okay, this you is need to know that, what the line in the sand is. What you're yeah. not willing to do. Yeah, I mean, all of those things are important. And if you plan, it's kind of like retirement. You know, if you plan for retirement, then you're not going to all of a sudden wake up one day and be 70 and be like, oh my goodness, I have to keep working at McDonald's for the next 15 years because I have no money. You know, I mean, it's all about looking at things in the right perspective, you know, and there are there are tons of companies that can help you. There are tons of resources out there that can help you and that can walk along the journey with you. And it's like even your company, you know. You're going to make it to where people don't have to walk this journey alone. Nobody should right. have to walk it alone. No. And it, I don't think it's necessary to walk it alone. No, at all. Not at all. And it, not in any way, shape, or form. But unfortunately, and I know because I talked to a lot of people in caregiving, like I say, when I was um, in hospice and even in my current position, you know, the reality is, is that people do feel that way. They're like, okay, I'm the only one that feels this way. You know, nobody understands what I'm going through. Yes, believe me, they do. There are yes. people, you know, like you say, people like you, you've gone through the dementia walk, you know, and you understand, you know, and it's the same thing with me. You know, I, my dad was former military and oh my goodness, <laughs> dealing with him as a stubborn patient was like unbelievable. But I understand that now, you know, and I can understand when people talk to me at, at, at times about that because I'm like, listen, my dad was that way too. You know, I, mm-hmm. I had to deal with that. So all of us can relate to each other, you Absolutely. know, and that's the goal. And probably one of the biggest things that I really appreciate about what you're doing in a different way than what I'm doing is you are creating a community for people to get the information that they need. And every person's needs are different. And so having all of the, probably one of the biggest barriers, I think, is, you know, number one, you said you can't Google what you don't know. But the other part of it is, you go you google di- dementia or you google alzheimers and you get inundated with all of this information mm-hmm. but then it's still up to you to curate that information and figure out what's applicable for you caregiving worldwide wet network and safe and sound takes that out yes. by making it smaller bite-sized pieces yes. and having it curated and gatekeeped yes so that it's not just all of this information available because when you're looking for information and like i'll use myself as an example when my mom and dad got sick when my dad got sick uh i recognized my mother cannot use a cell phone anymore Mm -hmm. and so we needed a a way for her to be able to communicate and get help Mm -hmm. If something she's with it enough, she can see something's wrong with my dad, but she can't call 911. Yeah. So what do you do? Right. Mm. So I went online and I'm a healthcare provider with 30 years of experience and I Googled 
you know, medical alert systems. Yeah. And I got overwhelmed with the decision-making fatigue of which one of these products is going to be the best for us and for me and finances and access and benefits of one product versus another. And it's overwhelming. So having a gatekeeper that, that helps to curate the content for the family caregiver who's already maybe feeling overwhelmed yes. is such a valuable way of putting the information in front of the people that need the information Because I know, you know, we talked about this before we came on air about hospitals and a piece of paper when you're discharged. Yeah, for sure. People don't use that piece of paper. Yeah, it's it's a useless. Well, it is. It's a it's a it's a joke, and you know, it's sad that you know when you discharge from a hospital or even when you discharge from a rehab facility or anything like. Well, with a rehab facility, you get a binder. Yeah, who's going to look through the binder? I know. Well, and and that's the thing is that, I mean, and like I say, whether it's a sheet of paper or a binder, you know, at the end of the day, people just want to know information. We live in a McDonald's society. I say it all the time. You know, everybody wants something like in 30 30 seconds to a minute. You know, they just want the information quick. You know, that's why YouTube shorts are so popular. You know, everybody wants the information quick. You know, giving them something that does number one, like with the, the one sheet of paper when you discharge from hospital, that's a joke. That's not going to help them. And giving them a binder that they're never going to read, that ain't going to help them either. So to me, there has to be a better way to, of, of disseminating information and getting mm-hmm. them the information that they actually are going to be able to to get and understand. And I love the way you put that, um, the fact that we are curating the, um, the information and making it vetted and, and everything, because that is the goal. You know, I really... There's a lot of companies out there that offer, whether it's product services or whatever, that are not doing what they say they're going to do. You know, they're just basically taking people's money. And unfortunately, and I know this just from my mom, you know, the older people get, the more people prey on those people, you know, and, you know, it's like my mom gets horrible emails all the time of, you know, well, do pay this and you'll get this and pay this and you'll get this. And I, I just tell her, I'm like, mom, I just delete, just delete, just delete. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is, is that, you know, they, it's just, it's really sad that you have to have, um, that pe- people get, get, um, preyed upon like that. I, I just think it's wrong. And, and so, it, oh yeah. And I just, I think that if you can have it to where you can have vetted professionals actually sitting there going, yes, this is actually, they, this company does what they say they're going to do. They stand behind what they do. And and they're reputable and everything. Then then that's worth its weight in, in gold. You know, I I want people and companies that I can say, you know what, I would use this for my dad, or I would use this for my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, and if 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 I feel that way, then I can go ahead and I can sleep at night and I can say, okay, I don't have a problem with recommending this company to. Wonderful. So, is there any final thing you'd like for people to know about where to find you or? you know, where to even start down this journey if they want to find out more. Obviously, everything will be in the show notes and every place that we're supposed to put things. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, what's the final couple of things that you'd like people to understand or know? Sure. So the last couple of things would probably be 
for sure, check us out on Caregiving Worldwide Network. Check out our TV shows. Definitely check out Lizette. Um, she was awesome. Um, she was on Caregiving Worldwide Network season one. Um, so definitely check out her episode on there. And like I say, it's on RHS TV. You can download the free app or go to rhstv.com or add that channel to all the pla- all the streaming platforms, any of those. Or and also check out Safe and Sound, safeandsound.media. You know, that they, there's a lot of fantastic products and resources and services. Again, Lizette is on there as well. And you can check all of those out as well. I think the reality is, is that we just are trying to help people. So keep coming back as as many times as you want. There's going to be more TV shows on the network. We're doing a lot more TV shows this year. So I'm super excited about that. We are going to uh, also be adding a lot more companies to Safe and Sound website. So you definitely want to keep looking at that and checking that out as well. So we are here to help you. We want to do everything that we can to help you. And I cannot recommend Lizette highly enough. She is awesome. She really knows what she's doing. Um, so I highly recommend working with her. If you have not taken advantage of working with her already, I would highly That's awesome. So for people who are listening, the first place you can go work with me is sign up for the free workshop. Um, that way you can get to kind of know how I do my thinking and which where I'm coming from, because every person who does this does come from their own different perspective. Uh, and I start with you. I don't start with the person living with dementia. I start with you. Uh, so I'd love for you guys to join. Tracy, thank you so much for being here today. I'm super excited about this. This was a fun conversation. And it was. Uh, yeah, everybody, um, I promise you the RHS TV app is very easy to download. I have it on my phone. Um, so it is it is super accessible. It's e- very easy to install on your phone. It's very easy to watch the programs. Um, I do a lot of listening to podcasts and things like that. It's legitimately for people who are like, I don't want to watch a TV streaming program. It's like listening to a podcast on your phone. It's no different. Uh, You don't have to watch the TV version. You can just do the listening style too, if you want to do it that way. Um, So thank you everybody for joining us for today's episode. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today, Success Seeker. I pour my heart and soul into this program to serve you. You can serve me by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. And join our free Facebook group, Dementia Caregiving for Families. It's a positive and proactive space to navigate dementia caregiving together. Get practical tools and find support, but without the verbal vomit. Be a part of our community where we seek to find peace of mind and ease despite a dementia diagnosis. So join today and see you next time as our flight takes 